Lord's Prayer just isn't a beautiful prayer to give us comfort. It is, in fact, a way to live. It's the way. It's Jesus' way. If we want to know what the Christian life is all about, just look at what Jesus taught us to pray. So we're in a series called The Way, looking at the Lord's Prayer. Thanks for joining us. This week we're looking at the phrase, hallowed be thy name, or holy is your name. I'm at the stage of life right now as a parent where my children are starting to get involved in after-school activities and rec department stuff. You know, Little League. This is fun times. You ever notice that when you go to a Little League game, there are some parents there that believe that they're still playing the game? You ever see folks like that? I mean, like, literally, we're at a five-year-old t-ball game and they're yelling at the umpire. I'm sure you've been to those games where you know, you want to cheer for your kid, but sometimes there's just something within you, right? There's this line, and you kind of know where the line is. You see people cross the line. You ever wonder why people do that? It's not just because they think they're in the game. I think we struggle with, as parents, is that we see our name on the back of our kids' jerseys. Our children carry our names, don't they? I tried to convince my wife when we were expecting our first child, if it was a boy, to name him John. Yeah, I didn't ask for a Michael Smith Jr. because, you know, we don't need more Michael Smiths in the world, but we do need more John Smiths. My grandfather was named John, and he had a son named John, my uncle. And then he had a son, John, my cousin. John has two daughters, and they're not having any more kids, so they don't have someone to carry on the John Smith name. I thought, we're going to do it. She said, no. You can understand why, of course. But look, there's something about us where our children carry on our names. We're in a series talking about the Lord's Prayer. And it's not just a beautiful, comforting prayer. I believe it's the way of Jesus. It's Jesus expressing to us how we're called to live in the world. Last week, we talked about the beginning of the prayer our Father in heaven, which teaches us to approach God as one who desires relationship, who invites us into an intimate call or intimate prayer to call God as family, but also to acknowledge that God is the one who's just outside of our world, who is about justice, and in creation can run and set back into order the way it should be. So what we're talking about today is this concept of holy or hallowed be thy name. I don't know if you've ever understood what it means to hallow something, right? This is part of the Lord's Prayer, and this is the language that we kind of know or we've prayed it before, but we really may not understand what it means. I mean, when was the last time you just talked about hallowing something? But if we can understand that a name just doesn't mean what we name someone, right? in that way, names have a special significance, but we know even more so that when it comes to names, particularly in Scripture, People were given names not just because of a family connection, but because their names meant something. So when people were born, they were given a name for a particular reason, not just family, but because maybe of the way that they were born, or what they looked like when they were born, or maybe what that person would have hoped for their child when they were born. And what happens throughout Scripture, too, is we see a God of transformation. We see God changing people's names. You've probably heard of Abram, who becomes Abraham, Sarai, who becomes Sarah, Jacob, who becomes Israel, Simon, 
right, who we call Simon Peter or known as Peter in the New Testament, right, or this guy Saul who becomes what we know as the Apostle Paul in the New Testament. It's this name change that signifies that powerful transforming work. So we know that a name isn't just a name. It's about a character. It's about essence. It's about power. You could look in the New Testament and see that the early disciples of Jesus were doing things. And they were doing things in someone's name, in Jesus' name. So John and Peter at the temple, when they came across a paralyzed man, they said, silver or gold have I none. You remember the story? But in the name of Jesus, stand up and walk. Throughout the New Testament, you see the writers talk about power in the name of Jesus. Let's think about the Old Testament too. Right? When you think about the Ten Commandments, I mean the big ten, right? there's one that says to not take the Lord's name in what? In vain. And we all know what that means, right? It means don't cuss. Or is there something deeper? I mean, if you're going to pick the big tent, if God's going to be like, I got to write these down on the stone that Moses gave to me. I mean, Moses, couldn't you bring in me a bigger stone for me to write on? You can only handle one that I can write 10 things on it. Does Moses need to like bench press or something? Right? God's going to write on this rock that Moses brought him, he's going to make sure he's going to put the top 10 commandments. Here's the top 10 list. And of all the things that I want for the people to know who I am and who I desire for them to be, because the 10 commandments are a picture of who God is and a promise of who we can become. These are the big 10, right? The 10 commandments says, don't take my name in vain. We've translated it to be, don't say a bad word. It's got to be something more. Because the name just isn't a name. It's about the character. It's about the essence. So really, if we understand that if we are God's children, and we are created in the image of God, as Scripture reminds us, then we take on the family name as believers. In fact, that's what the word Christian means, or Christians is what they used to call them. Little Christ. So we put God's name on the back of our jersey. We understand that we carry God's name with us. This is what I think it means when it says, don't take the Lord's name in vain. That if you're going to carry God's name, you need to carry it in a way that you're not only appreciating it, but you honor it. Hallowed be thy name, or holy is thy name. God's character, God's essence, God's power is different. It's holy. That's what holy means. Holy means different. What's powerful about the way that we live is God desires to reveal God's self to us in the first place. We know who God is because God has given us God's name. Do you remember Moses in the burning bush story? You remember that story, and here he is with the bush, and it, it's kind of burning, yet not being consumed, and here we have all of, take your sandals off, this holy ground moment. But let's get to the end of that conversation of Moses in the burning bush. And finally, there is sort of Moses' opportunity to say, all right, if I'm going to go to Pharaoh, I'm going to agree to do this thing, God. Right? I I'm going to do this, but if I go down there, they're going to ask me who sent me to do this. They're going to say, who are you representing? What is their name? Right. What should I tell them 
about who sent me. And God says this. Okay, here you go. When you're in front of Pharaoh and all that stuff, here's what you're going to say. I am that I am has sent you. You know, we look at this and we're like, thanks a lot. I mean, thanks for giving us the most confusing theological phrase we've ever heard of. What does it mean? It's basically God saying to Moses, and this is what Moses would have said to Pharaoh, not just, let my people go. Right? Here, here's, what, here's what he would have said. This is what it means. Here is the one who sent me before we ever were. God was. And when we are gone, God shall still be. That is the one who is, who was, and who is still yet to come. That is the I am that I am. God likes to place his name into our hands. God doesn't like to hide behind a rock. God wants to be known. God wants us to know God's name. I understand there's a lot to the mystery of God. We need to press into that mystery. There's mystery in the sacraments. There's mystery in all of the doubts and questions that we have, which may go unanswered. This side of heaven. I get that. I love mystery. We need to live more into it. But we've got to give God some credit. God desires to be known and has given us God's name and has revealed God's character essence to us and has invited us as God's children to live in that same way. Created in the image of God. We are a royal priesthood. We're a holy nation. And God says, this is who I am. And this is who I invite you to be. I think that's what it means for God to say, this is my name. This is my essence. This is my character. This is my power. Don't misuse it. Don't take it in vain. So how do we misuse God's name? While the Lord's Prayer invites us into powerful intimacy, our Father, it also gives us proper perspective. Right? We get in the next line, you know, our Father in heaven, beautiful. Holy or hallowed be thy name. It's a powerful phrase that gives us an invitation through intimacy, yet a proper understanding of that relationship. To be known, but also who is the one that we know? Well, his name is holy. I think we live in a way where we remember that his name is holy. His character, his essence, his power. That's how we don't misuse it. We live in that way. It's beyond just cussing. It's how we live. It's about the choices that we make. That's how we hallow God's name. Right? And it reminds us that sometimes we abuse God's name. It's in the wrongs and the things that we've done and the regrets and all the stuff that we wish we didn't do. But it's often for us as believers who take on the name of God and we live it out in our world that sometimes we hurt each other. We cause harm or affliction. You know our words have power. We can use words that hurt people. And our actions and our lives can speak as one where we miss the essence of who God really is the character and the power, the holiness of God's name. And holiness isn't legalism. It isn't perfectionism. Holiness is love. A grace-filled, invitational love that says, even if you run to third base, even though you're supposed to go to first, I'm for you. 
I'm for you. Because you carry my name. I love you. But when you carry my name, don't take it in vain. Remember that it's holy. And the powerful and the good news about the holiness of God's name is that God makes it accessible. What mystery and what grace are given to us as people who are frail and finite? We just mess things up. God says, I'm not just going to put my image, but my character, my essence, my power, my name. I'm going to put my name on the back of your jersey. And guess what? The world is going to know who I am because of you. Friends, you may be the only Bible that someone reads today. So how will you live? How will you remember that God's name is hallowed? That it's holy? How will you carry it? How will you remember it? That the God who invites us to love and to be known will invite us to live in a way that we get to tell the world who he is. So when you live today, friends, carry the name. Let us pray. Gracious God, thank you that you invite us to know you, that your name is holy. Help us to hallow it, to remember it, to carry it today. Let our lives help reveal who you are to our world. Help us to carry your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for worshiping with us today. My hope is that as we've studied Jesus' words, or what we call the Lord's Prayer, that you've been open to discover more about who Jesus is, what Jesus can mean in your life. I would encourage you that whether you've been a church member for a while or you're just kind of checking us out online, that Trinity can be the place for you to help you discover more about who Jesus is and your place in his story of love. I want to remind you that you matter to God, that Jesus loves you, that Jesus died for you, and he rose to give us all new life. And that means there's a tomorrow and a hope-filled future for you. I'd love to talk with you more about who Jesus is and more about how we at Trinity can support you in your spiritual journey. Please reach out to us. Check us out at trinitymullicahill.org forward slash next steps.